Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations. Burbage, stop that right now. You don't have to try to add them. And language that may not be suitable for children. Why the f*** is the tavern on fire? I, we just needed a drink. Oh, God. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. the gentle sort of sloshing of the, the waves against the, the deck um, and the, the bit of creaking of the wood uh, lulls you to sleep pretty quickly. And now I need everyone to jump off except for Charity. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Have fun, Charity. I'm pretty sure I won't. Charity. Yes, disembodied DM's voice. (laughs) Charity, you awake to... At first, what is a very brilliant, bright, white light all around you? Oh, damn. It then sort of congeals into a bit of fire in all directions around you. And now, through the fire, you recognize bits of Fidero? You recognize Ostholtz, and you're not far from Arcana Alley, and Moxie's oils and elixirs. You're in the middle of a square. And now you start to even see shapes of people kind of drifting in and out of your vision, see-through are most of them and and it's hard to kind of latch on to anything in specifically and then from this you're pulled downward through the sand through what seems to be sandstone into tunnels and then into a room there's an individual in this room messing then with a with what looks to be kind of a, a large alchemist's table filled with potions and herbs and, uh, and all kinds of different elixirs. Uh, one wall is entirely covered with books. They are, and all you see is the back of this individual right now, and they are very tall, wearing all black. Their arms are are sort of gangly hanging at their side. And then you hear a voice that you recognize coming from this figure. Charity, it is good to see you again. It has been a while, hasn't it? And you recognize this as the voice of Behelin. Um, do I feel like this is a memory or you don't you feel like this is you you got the sensation that when when Behalit would sort of pull you into her realm that that okay. sort of sensation is happening here but 
but you are much more aware of your surroundings and anything that was that looked like a faded city before certainly has come into focus as if you are actually there. Um, let's say it has been a while. Why am I back here? Don't worry about here, Charity. Where are you now, really? No. What do you mean, no? Simple, innocent question. You are the voice of Behelet. You are controlled by Behelet. You are her shell. And at this, the figure turns around and you see a, a very long face on a, on a high elf, a very ancient looking high elf. Um, his eyes are piercing and, and this is very jarring for you because you've never really put a figure to the voice like this. Uh, and he looks now at you. Um, directly at you and says Charity would you like me to be honest with you generally we have been able to prophesy and 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 see the whereabouts and the the paths for each of our subjects we pride ourselves on this. But for some reason, it is difficult to pinpoint you. Perhaps because I am not your subject. This matters little to us. We could pinpoint anyone we wanted to. If it matters so little to you whether I am your subject or no, then why are you trying to pinpoint me? Bell does not like not knowing something. She does not endure chance. She cannot stand chaos. She needs order. And after you left Cliff Mill, there is but a cloud in your place. We cannot see you, what, what you are doing. We cannot find you. We cannot keep tabs on you. This has happened once before, Charity. With our servant in the caves. We did not think that there was any danger from your little ragtag group. And then they were just dead. And you were going on your merry way. Why is this, Charity? And he pulls closer to you. That wasn't an especially clear question. It was more of an extended rumination. 
surely you know what is what is different now. Why cannot we see you? Um, just as an interjection, sorry. Yes. When he's commenting on the servant in the caves. Yes. Uh, what would I? This is more Galway being rusty than no, no, yeah, yeah, charity. Yeah. Uh, if you would imagine <laughs> the uh, the Alhoon that you fought in the caves, um, okay, is probably the only thing that really comes to mind. Yeah, because I was like, I know that those were caves. Yeah, I'm not sure I can come up with anything else that I'm like, you know, legitimately in a not insight checking. I'm just like, when else yeah. has Charity been in caves? Yeah, um, maybe under Cliff Mill, but that doesn't sound about right because you didn't really kill those guys. <laughs> and also, there were two of them. There were two of them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. specified a servant, right? So this is your best guess, you think? Okay. Yeah. No. And sorry, that was literally Galway being like, "I haven't forgotten caves, right? Right. It, yeah. It's been a while." Um. And so he's asking me what's different. Yeah. And I'm just gonna shrug. I'm charity. Not Behlet's charity, as I made very clear. That is not good enough. If we do not know why we cannot predict you, then we shall simply kill you. I'm gonna. I'm almost going to smile. Can. Are there any, like, objects, like a, a coin or a book or something right next to me? Oh, certainly, yeah. There's a there's a a goldfish bowl right next to you with a goldfish in it, um, as well as uh, that's sitting on top of a book as well. So I'll just do I can I interact with the book? Uh, You can try. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sort of reach for the book. All right. It does feel solid to you. Um, Do you want to know why? Yes. I'm going to like just sort of offhandedly flip the book open to a random page. Okay. And then without looking at the book, point at a word on a page. Okay. That might be relevant. It might not. It's really a matter of chance, isn't it? He rushes over and he says, you, you, how is this possible that you can open? Do you see where you are right now? And he, and then he takes the book up and he looks at the word that you pointed at and his eyes grow big. And now for the first time, you sort of, you now feel yourself being pushed away from this area pushed away from this realm of existence you fly back up through Fidero, back through the flames and finally back toward your room on the readied sails if i could yeah as he asked me how could you do this how could you manipulate something yeah and as i started to feel pushed just very gently i'm going to like what was he wearing? Uh, he was wearing um, sort of 
sort of tight-fitting black robes. I'm just going to reach over and gently adjust, like, the lapel of his robe. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. And then as I'm just getting pushed away, the last thing he would see is just Charity smiling. Yeah, this is the first time you believe that he actually is scared. You get a a real sense of dread from this person. Uh, And it's not you leaving of your own accord anymore. It is certainly you being pushed away from this realm. Um, I just got panic slapped out the door. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Uh, And you flip uh, back onto the boat um, and we'll bring everyone else back. Uh, It is now the middle of the night, Charity, and you uh, awake in your room uh, wide-eyed and sweating just a bit, but with a a, a feeling of accomplishment for the first time in dealing with battle. uh, The sense of the, the broken power dynamic between the two of you seems to have lessened even slightly, but lessened in your favor. I think you say almost immediately I'm going to roll out of bed and kneel in front of um, the the family symbol mm. that I have hanging on one wall and just sort yes. of bow my head and meditate for a minute. Excellent. Seriously, what the hell is it with things under the ground in Federo? <sighs> <sighs> All right. Well, the night then uh, passes unless anyone wants to get up in the middle of the night to do anything. I think I'm passed out, so. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm passed out as well. All right. Yeah, I I would probably at most, like, use a couple hours just to sort of walk around on deck at some point, but. Nice. Uh, so yeah, if you get up and walk around deck, um, you uh, sort of hear the 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 sailing um, sailing through the water and through the night. Um, one of the halflings comes over to you with a with a lantern and says, "Oh, hey, Master Charity, you need something?" No, I'm I'm fine. Just getting a little bit of air. Thank you. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, it's a pretty night, isn't it? And you sort of look up at the stars, and it is a brilliant, clear night. Um, and the the moon is shining on the water just perfectly in front of you, so that you see uh, actually a couple dolphins um, playing in the surf of the of the ship. Charity's in smile. It is a beautiful night. Thimaris would have been excited. He would have been able to turn into a dolphin. Why, sir? And you're going to see Charity flex a hand. I'm going to make them pay. Those who hurt the innocent. Those who abuse the weak. They will pay. Well, that sounds all right to me, sir. Uh, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, morning eventually comes. Um, the rest of you wake up. 
what is it that you would like to do? Am I hungover? I was going to ask that. Uh, too. A little bit. Uh, uh, weirdly enough, um, kind of uh, Stormbringer on your arm, um, some grass started to grow. What? Hey, I don't think that's normal. Yeah, you just you pull it out. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's yeah. <laughs> at this point, I drink so much. I probably don't have hangovers anymore. Oh no, you do. But they're oh, not. I mean, awesome. you deal with them. They're not, you've gotten good at, at dealing with them, and you have a Hakari's hangover cure, which is hair of the dog. A bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Raw egg, the soul of one evildoer, and a little bit of bourbon. Awesome. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just go find breakfast. Good, yeah. Uh, there's breakfast, there's some rice and fish, uh, just kind of remnants of last night's meal, mostly, um, from what the halflings have made. Burbage wants to look for those bananas. Where did they end up? <laughs> uh, do you want to go down um, into the steerage deck? That's probably where they were being held. Yeah, I'll head down there, just to okay. make sure that they ended up where they're supposed to be. Cool. Because Burbage knows where bananas go, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Burbage, you uh you see some crates of bananas down there. Is there anybody down here? Um I don't know, give me a perception check. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just the DM. I just literally define if there's someone down here. <laughs> 21. Ooh, a 21. Uh, actually, you do hear um, some kind of rustling around in the back of, uh, in the, back of, of the room. I'm checking it out. All right, uh, you head over there. And the rest of you uh, are on the main deck at this point, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, right. I mean, I'm is that where breakfast is served? Where's breakfast served? Uh, in the cargo deck, uh, around around the loading dock of of area three. Okay, so I, I'd be down there. Um, I'm. I was actually probably going to say I'd still be in my room. Um, because okay. as much as I didn't, you know, do much, I probably slept in a little bit extra because I was up for a chunk of the night, yeah. and I'm still just meditating in front of the family symbol and trying to think about what this means. Beautiful. Antikari? I'm just kind of waiting for my hangover to just watching the ocean, just kind of standing on the All right, top on the deck. deck. Beautiful. I would say that event pretty soon I'll probably be going out and looking for people just so it yeah. doesn't like pop in as, oh God, something bad happened. All right, I'm coming out of my room. Like, it's just the, I'm taking a little extra time to get ready this morning. Cool. So, um, uh, Stormbringer Burbage comes over um, and starts to kind of eat some fish and rice with you. Yeah. Well, that's concerning. <laughs> hey, hey, Burbage, how'd you sleep? Um, is this me or you, Andy? <laughs> oh, it's you. Yeah. No, it's Burbage. Yeah. How did I sleep? As he, as he desperately types a secret message, I'm sure. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. You, uh, you slept pretty good, Burbage. You were a little worried Eldon might make an appearance again, but he didn't at all in the night. Yeah, I slept better than I thought I might, Stormbringer. 
No, uh, no more appearances by Eldon, which is good. Yeah, I didn't hear any screaming, so that's that's good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, this fish and rice are good. Stormbringer, you see that he has a banana in his hand as well. Uh, yeah, you really like those bananas, I guess. Yeah. Are they good? I think so. I think so. Do I, Andy, do I remember getting this banana? Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. You picked it up probably in one of the crates down there. <laughs> a little absent yeah. but that's not really a memory. <laughs> that's a deduction. I guess I did like that banana. I'm gonna eat this banana too. Is is it good? Should uh, I get a banana? How does it taste, Andy? Ooh, it tastes good. It tastes quite banana-y. Mmm. Yeah. Classic banana stormbringer. If you want one, I can show you where they are, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't you eating the peel, though? That's weird. All right, that's not fair. Am I eating the peel, Andy? <laughs> Why aren't Why aren't you eating the peel? Oh, you said why aren't? Yeah, because yeah. because remember, Stormbringer canonically does not peel fruit, yeah. including oh. pineapples. Oh, that's so good. She um, treats pineapples as hand fruit. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to cut back. Do you want mine? Oh, yeah, sure. I give her the banana peel. I'm, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Oh, this is delicious. Yeah, we should go get more bananas. Yeah, there's more where that came from. Fuck this fish and rice. And I toss, I toss it onto the floor. Hey, you probably okay. shouldn't waste food. We're on a boat. <laughs> Uh, whatever, let's go check out those bananas, eh? Okay, okay. I'm going to lead her down to where the bananas are. Why am I doing this, Andy? I don't know why you're doing this. You like bananas, I guess. No, um, why, why am I, Adam, doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Galway's asking the same thing. So the whole thing. episode isn't just us talking? Yeah, you're just talking about bananas. Oh, good. We've improved it to Andy doing horrible things with no audio recognition of it whatsoever. <laughs> um, oh, we'll get to 20 perception check. That's cool. Um, so Burbage and Stormbringer, um, you find yourself uh, like in the back of the cargo deck by Hakari's room, um, like looking at the door really, really interestingly. Do we have bananas? You each have a banana in your hand, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. uh, How the fuck did we get up here? Uh, after a while, um, Charity's made his way out of the room. Um, while you, you kind of walk up to Hakari Charity, um, the captain uh, sort of shouts down. He says, Oi, uh, two things. Uh, there's another ship over there. Um, I know we've been trying to avoid ships the last few days. Um, and... Uh, but we also need to kind of cut back into the coast uh, toward toward Cliff Mill. Um, is, is that cool if we cut back in? Or do you want to uh, really, really go around this ship? Charity's going to look up 
Did you say the last few days? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ever since that last ship uh, tried to set fire to this. <laughs> We've been trying to avoid them for the most part. Oh, my God. I'm going to uh, look at Hikari. Do, do, you, do you have any memory of that? No, I do not. Wait, have I been eating the bananas? No, not really. It's, okay. Oh, my God. It's not the bananas. Because I don't like bananas again. Never, it's never the bananas. Oh, is that fine, though, if we cut back in? That's the shortest route. That, that sounds fine, Captain. Kelf as Uh you see um you see a ship in the in the uh distance too that you're now sort of turning toward. Uh and it has orange sails, Akari and Charity Sea. Um you also don't think it's moving very much. The sails are down, but it doesn't seem Wait, to be moving very much. Am I at the front? I mean I was at the am I at the front of the ship or the back of the ship? You're kind of in the middle right you're now. You're at the side. Okay, yeah, I, sort of we're on the starboard. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're well, not looking at the map. And I see a ship with orange sails. Yeah. Do do I recognize it? Are there any markings on the ship? Um, do you have a spyglass or anything? Because it's yeah. pretty far away still. No, no, okay. I don't. Um, so from this distance, no, you can just barely tell the color. And that doesn't strike any chords with me, like with Lomina's no. ship or Milo's or anything. Nope, doesn't okay. sound like that. No. Cool. All right, Burbage. Uh, you've listened at Hakari's door now. You're pretty sure no one is in there. Uh, did he say he wanted to listen to Hakari's door? Did I miss that? I don't know if Andy's confused yeah. or if he is really like I think he's fucking, fucking with, with us. us. Like this is fascinating because, yeah, because he's gaslighting us actively as players. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it's really interesting. So I did a perception check. <clears throat> I guess at Hikari's door. Yeah, you're listening. Yeah, at her door and checking it, uh, looking at it, uh, and looks- I. It looks locked, but uh, do you don't I, hear anyone inside. I don't. Do I remember why I was doing a perception check at Hakari's door? Not really. You think you were wanting to see if she was in there? Maybe. Yeah. yeah what are we doing? I th- I'm, think I'm. Tr- I think I must be trying to sneak into Hakari's room. That sounds gonna, like a really bad idea. Yeah, I'm going to come down the stairs. But why All else right, would yeah. I be listening I at her? I thought we were getting fuckery. bananas. What? Time and memory fuckery. Oh. Oh, fuck. Hey, does that mean Robert's alive? Stormbringer looks really hopeful. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time and memory fuckery. The captain just... Uh, in informed me that there was a ship off to what is was it off to our starboard Andy because yes, we were yeah. sitting on or we were standing on that side yep, there was a ship to our it, starboard yeah. and we were turning to that direction and he wanted to make sure that it was okay that we were going near that ship because we've been avoiding ships for the past several days ever since that first ship that we came across tried to set us on fire I don't did that happen I don't remember it happening kind of it must. It must have. You, you feel weird about it. You don't recall that, really. You just got on the boat yesterday, so this does feel a little yeah. weird. 
that people think. Or maybe the captain's lying. I don't know. I hate everything right now. Well, maybe this means Roburn's alive, you guys. I'm just going to start checking all of the bandages, all of the pockets. What? You have a note in your pocket, Charity. Of course I do. Burbage is just feeling sick. He's sitting, he slides down the wall onto the floor of the ship because he doesn't... Like, this is dumb. Guys, this is dumb. What's my note say? Uh... Your note says in Infernal, time fuckery. (laughs) I'm going to open the door to my room because we're all just standing outside my room. Yeah, you open the door to your room. Yeah. And what do I see? There are six less bottles of booze than you remember. What? (laughs) I don't care about all this. Someone stole my booze. I think maybe you drink it if there's time fuckery, right? Well, the last time it wasn't actually time fuckery, it was memory fuckery. Yeah. We went down to get bananas, and then we were back up here with bananas, but I don't remember coming back up here. Is this Hikari's first time experiencing time fuckery with us? Or memory fuckery? She was with us in the caravan some. Yeah, you you were with them at the beginning of the caravan when there was just the, but, the first part of it. Yeah, but then she I... She wasn't with us when... We got to uh, uh, Sherstow. Yeah. So she might not have even ever been aware of the time fuckery had happened. Yeah. She probably lost maybe a day somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I do that a lot because I drink a lot. (laughs) And she was also wandering basically out into the desert. So I do that a lot. This isn't really that upsetting for me. I'm just mad that my alcohol's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Stormbringer, do you still have. Robin's necklace. No, I put it on her grave. That's what made me forget her in the first place. Then what's going on? What, what, what is happening? Charity, charity, I'm going to Maybe crawl. she's alive. Maybe she risked from the dead, the life, and is wearing her necklace and is here. Burbage is crawling across the floor of the ship and just pawing at Charity's ankles. What's going on, Charity? What's happening? And I'm looking up at Charity with woeful eyes. I'm going to sort of <laughs> pick Burbage up so that he's standing up. I don't know what, but I know it's nothing good because apparently we don't get to have nice things. But last time it was a nice thing causing this. Maybe it's a nice thing again. She wasn't a thing. She wore the necklace to suppress her abilities. She didn't think it was a nice thing. But she was nice. Sources and effects can be different in niceness. I don't understand what you just said. I'm nice. Fireball isn't nice for the people that I set on fire. I think Fireball's nice. Oh, you... Yeah, okay. Stormbringer, I want to be very clear with you. Can you pick me up so I'm eye to eye with you? Okay, I'll do that. Hold him in front of me. Okay. Amidst the feelings of despair and concern that I'm feeling right now are feelings of genuine concern for you and your emotional state specifically. And I want to be very clear with you that I don't think Roburn is alive in the sense that we remember her. 
we're experiencing something very disconcerting right now, but I don't want you to jump to the conclusion that Roburn is back in some way, because I'm pretty sure she's not. Do you understand? Stormbringer looks really crestfallen. But what else, what else could it be? I'm about to find out. Eldon! Eldon! What is this? Come back! Explain everything! Is it working? I don't know yet. Hold on. You don't see Eldon anyway. I'm gonna go talk to some crew members. See. <laughs> okay. So are they in the See if any of them are wearing a weird necklace also, Hikari. So Andy. Yeah. To the main deck. When I had done checks on some of the stuff that uh I can't remember his name, um, but Roburn's father had said and the nature of her abilities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I had worried that those abilities sounded somewhat demonic, I think. Uh Uh-huh. I thought you had said something like that to me. There's something kind of religious about it. The the way... The way it felt that you, you couldn't look upon someone without forgetting who they were. Or something like that. Okay. So demonic, a bit angelic, something something kind of religious, you feel. Stonebringer, will you turn me around so I'm facing Charity? Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Charity, what did you tell the captain that we should do? Are we that we could cut we could cut in. He was saying that if we didn't make that cut in at this point. We would have we would be heading far, far away from Cliff Mill at this point. So we're cutting in toward Cliff Mill, and it's bringing us closer to that ship. It has orange sails. It didn't seem to be moving. Hey, wait! Last time, this affected everyone in the caravan except some people who weren't around Warburn at all, and this time it's only affecting us. So, what are we doing that the crew's not doing? Oh, damn. Or at least it didn't affect the captain this time. So what are we doing different than the captain? Uh, the moonlight now uh, cascades across the, the deck of the ship. Uh, was I talking Akari, for a lot longer than I thought I was, you guys? <laughs> Akari, you are kneeling next to Charity with your hands right next to his temples as if as if you are about to cast some sort of spell on him. Uh, Wait, I was on the deck and now this is happening? Yes, yeah. Um, And you pause and uh, each of you sort of shake uh, awake almost for a second. And um, uh, it's just the four of you on the deck uh, at this point. You're not exactly sure what time it is. Um, There is someone steering uh, and one of the Dwarven brothers is manning the anchor still. Um, but you're not exactly sure what's going on. I hate this so much. What dwarven brothers? They work the anchor. They were Has just... they been mentioned before? I, I thought this was crewed by halflings. Well, Cliffmill uh, yeah, is a I squat village, so 
There were halflings and dwarves there, presumably. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. going to say that I am going to say that the Dwarven brothers were in the crew list that Andy gave me a long time ago. Okay. So yeah, he has not just slipped once. them in now. Yeah. And they were mentioned, I think, the last time when I said the Dwarven brothers were raising the anchor to leave. Okay. Is, yeah. is the halfling who came to us with the crate of bananas, is he around at all? Do I see him? Uh, no, you don't see anyone else on, on the deck here. Do we have any bananas with us right now? You don't have any bananas on you, no. Not right now. You guys, what's going on? What are we doing differently? Talk really quickly. Uh, Charity, you do see a bit of uh, uh, ink now on your arm. Like, if you were to lift up your sleeve a bit, you might have written something I mean, underneath it. I'm going to say, hold on, I may have left myself a note. And I'll look at it. Uh, it says in ink... Uh, fairly crudely drawn Hakari fix memory okay well I think that that's the context that past me in some definition of the word past was giving us thanks past charity Hakari I think that it might be time for you to do the memory trick that I remember saying to you that we should talk about, and maybe we talked about, but I don't remember talking about it. But let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, really quick, do I have an, a, something to write with, real quick? Uh, yeah, you have you have some. Okay, so I'm gonna make. So I remember how many memory time jumps right now. Uh. Like that. Three, if you include Burbage's. Okay, so I'm gonna put. I'm just going to make like three little slashes. There are my... five slashes already on your arm. Shit! <laughs> Charity with like incredibly understanding like tender concerns going to be like I know that's the bitch of it. I, after we left that, that stupid inn I was pulling notes out of my pockets for days. Okay, I got really see. inventive with under bandages, in my clothes, <laughs> in my bags, different languages. It just, it doesn't do anything. Burbage is, upon hearing this, he's going to furrow his brow and he's going to check himself for for notes. Okay. Uh, with a six, you kind of pat all your pockets. You don't see any, um, you don't see any notes or anything. Do um, I at least still have Theodric's note? Because that's the one I was looking for. You, you, you would still have that, yeah. Yeah, Burbage is just gonna breathe a sigh of relief after he finds that, and then sit down on the deck. So, um, I don't know exactly how, or maybe I did, because I don't know if we've... Okay, you see how hard it is to talk about any of this, but in terms of memories... Anything that you can bring back should be helpful. And um, just going off of the rules of how time works, that's going to be a lot. Okay. Does she even have a modify memory spell prepared? Well, we talked about it, so I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. You you had you had briefly talked about it, and something tells you that that charity maybe has talked to you today about it already too. So you definitely did. Uh, you definitely prepared one for today. 
looks do this? I'm gonna look yeah. at Burbage. Does this hurt? Physically, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um. Less comforting. Burbage is now lying on the deck, stroking the ship, the, the boards, and he's uh, and he's singing. Um, Silver daggers, silver daggers. I'm gonna, as I'm sort of picturing my eyes flicking sort of over to him, maybe ducking slightly to get under Hikari's hands held out towards my temples. You realize the ship isn't a dryad this time. Oh God! Oh, we don't know that. Oh no. All right. Uh, so, Kari, are you going to cast the spell? Yes. All right. Um, How about Burbage and Stormringer hop off then for a moment? Okay. At least you're in. At least you, the players, are informed of your missing memories this time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, Hakari, uh, you place your sort of hands uh, again next to Charity's temples, like you did with Burbage, and. You dive in to Charity's mind. You are sifting through what it feels like are, are memories that should be remembered but are forgotten. Like the last four or five days on this on this ship. But there's but there's something else in here. There's there's memories that are that are locked. Uh can you give me an arcana roll? Me? Yes. Okay. To try to navigate through some of this. Can she have guidance? Sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think you would put guidance on her. Arcana. So, Charity, maybe roll a d4. Oh. All right. A 15 plus 3, 18. Uh, So with an 18 Arcana, you are able to... You feel that you could latch on to one of these memories that are... That are locked away. That are almost the, the way you sense it is they're they're almost too white hot to get near okay um but you you feel a certain attachment to one of these memories in particular give me one more arcana roll to see if you can break it and unlock that uh moment nope no not with that do you have a in, inspiration i think you do. I do. I think yeah. everyone does right I think now. Everyone does. Okay. Well, now I no longer have it. If so you I... want to, you can reroll. That is much better. All right. With a fifteen, you are able to unlock this memory, uh, and suddenly both you and Charity are sort of transported back to what appears to be a long cave. A long cave. Yes, like a, a very tunnel? long tunnelish cave. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and you seem to be at the end of it. Um, there's a small altar with black candles um, giving off uh, giving off a yellow light in the back of this cave. Um, there is a, a tiefling standing in front of an older Hakari. Wait, a tiefling? Do I recognize a tiefling? You don't. You're behind this tiefling at the moment. Okay, your in front of an point. older Hikari, like a Hikari that is maybe fifty years old. 
She but I still wrinkles. look good, right? Oh, you still look hot. Okay, Absolutely. Awesome. You just have some wrinkles. You have a couple more battle scars. You you are wearing your necklace, mm-hmm. your gemstone necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, and it appears to you that you've been in battle for a while. You are exhausted and the spear that you have at your side is is uh, broken in in pieces now on the ground um you are sweating uh there is blood dripping from your head from the older one yes from okay. the older you uh and then the man in front of you that tiefling uh who's, who's very large very muscular uh says it's time it's okay. It's time. Okay. And Charity, you and Hikari move around this figure. And you now see that he has his hands on a small boy in front of him. And another younger boy sits down in the corner of the cave watching. Do I recognize these boys? You do not recognize these boys. However... The young boy that he has his hands on starts to breathe heavily. A shimmering halo of silver flame envelops around his head. His eyes go completely black. And his skin... Does this boy have white hair? His skin radiates uh, with, with a heat that you've never felt. Uh... Each of you feels a reluctance in this young boy's demeanor. And his skin begins to crack, almost like the ground um, where magma is starting to pool up underneath it. But instead of seeing bright, fiery little glowing lines of yellow and orange, you see lines of silver and black underneath this pinkish, purplish darker skin the boy does then his hair begins to turn white all over Uh, and he very seemingly with tears in his eyes that are immediately uh, immediately evaporating into a mist he puts his hand up toward you Hakari and casts a very simple spell just create bonfire and Hikari you then are enveloped in silver and black flame you are you you writhe for just a second in agony but it is over very quickly and you become simply dust in front of this boy so Does this seem, the silver and black flame, does it seem... This is exactly what you were picturing, only you seem to have focused more on the man than the child when you were remembering it. Yeah. Um, What falls from your neck, still intact, is your gemstone necklace. Uh, I wasn't, like, I was willing to do this. Like, I gave in to it. Didn't yeah, look like I was it fighting. seemed like it was the end of the fight, essentially. Oh, okay. But, like, like I wasn't you, trying to fight it or anything? Not anymore. It seemed like you were resolved to whatever fate then okay. this was. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. About the necklace. 
uh, the necklace falls to the ground amidst you, the rest of your dust. Uh, the young boy, his eyes kind of come back into focus a bit, uh, sort of silvery golden pupils. Uh, he, he lurches forward, uh, vomits on the ground. Uh, and you see the man put a stopper in a very, very black liquid, uh, case. What? Uh, uh, like potion bottle. Oh, okay. Because uh, black he, liquid in it. Yes, okay. that he sets in in a case. Um, and the the other young boy that was just watching just runs from the room, scared and terrified. Do I see what happens to my necklace? Uh, it remains in the dust for the moment. Okay. Um. Uh. And and the man uh. Is comforts the boy just with one tap on the back as as he's kind of heaving and crying now at what he's just done. There, there. Yeah, there and he there. says, uh, he says, Kaloren, you've done well. Okay. And this was Charity's memory of what happened. Okay. Does Hakari have a sense of my presence next to her? Like, are we conscious of each other? Yes, you are conscious of each other. Yes. Um, to her side, she will hear crying. And just very faintly. I'm so sorry. I'm just sort of like in shock. Right All now. right, you are whipped back to your bodies, uh, kneeling on this the deck of this ship as the moonlight cascades on on the the, the mists uh, around you, kicked up by the the wake of the ship. Stormbringer and Burbage are uh, wide eyed and terrified. Uh, and is everyone back? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> back All and right. wide eyed and terrified. Wide eyed and yep. terrified as uh, as a, a bit of silver and black flame has now caught some of the deck on fire in various places around you. Did we see where it came from? It came from uh, Hakari and Charity. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try to stomp is? the flame out. Uh, yes, you know what this Shit. is, both Charity and Hakari. It's Hellfire, isn't it? It appears to be. Very, like, weakly and groggily. I'm gonna, don't, don't touch it. But, but it's uh, catching the boat on fire. Uh, Stormbringer, um, you start to kind of stamp it out. Please take this much fire damage as all you're doing is sort of spreading it around okay. just a little bit. Uh, there, there are two places. It's there's one behind here, and then one on the railing of the ship over here. Oh, you guys! It hurt me, and it's spreading. There's fire. I'm gonna sort of lurch almost backwards from where I was kneeling. Like, have you ever seen someone try to stand up from kneeling and they don't quite pull it off? <laughs> I sort of do that and move towards this one. Do I feel like I can control it at all? Um, you can try. Give me an Arcana check. Sort of panting. 24. Wow, the 24, you think you're able to move it, but you're not able to quelch it. Do I feel like I could 
push it off into the sea. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to push it onto the railing, which you could break off into the sea. Or I can break off into the sea. Oh, I thought this one was on the railing. Yeah, oh, I'll do one. that. I'm sorry, this one is on the railing. Yeah, yeah. The one okay, so that too. one's already on the railing. Sorry. Yeah. So then if it was the one over here and I sort of got that control, I would yeah. do that. Yeah. So okay. I'll put I'll put it up on the railing on another side and be like, don't, don't touch the flames. Break the railing into the uh, water. Okay. I'm going to try to break the, the ra- railing and toss it into the water. During While this is all happening, Burbage would have crawled over to um, the other fire, I guess, and taken the wooden plank that doesn't burn out of his bag and put it on the fire. And Burbage is in kind of a daze. Yeah. But he wants to do this before the fire goes away. Uh, the fire, uh, Charity seems to be with all of his might, even just a little bit of blood now seems to be running out of his nose, is moving this fire toward the railing. And as he's doing that, Burbage, you very quickly had this idea about the, the log that doesn't burn, and you, you put it into this fire, and it immediately catches fire. Oh, oh. shit. Do not let that touch you. I drop the plank... I guess. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Stormbringer, this isn't going to make much difference, but your resistance to fire did nothing against that damage. Oh. Um, and you drop the plank burbage just on the ground. Well, no, I toss it over the the into the okay, water over the ship into the water. All right. Uh, as you do that, you hear an immediate like sizzle uh, as it sinks beneath the waves. But um, it doesn't stop, right? Like, you can, can you see the flames? You like, can see a bit down? of silvery black flames okay. even under the water. Um, and then Stormbringer, you are chopping away at the railing. Yeah, uh, to try to push into the water. Yeah, give me an uh, give me an attack roll. I mean, how thick is this railing? I would probably just be using my it's hands. Not. Oh, Okay. But not um, like to get, you would have to but not getting burned. Of it. Yeah, you'd have to okay. chop a bit of it, I think. Okay, I'll do that then. Otherwise, you run the risk of accidentally falling off. Uh, 11 hits. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, roll some damage. I guess I'm probably using it two handed since I have no reason to have my shield out. I wish I hadn't said that. I rolled a six. It's okay, it's fine. It's also a railing. <laughs> I don't think it has a lot of HP. No, uh, you definitely yeah, are starting to chop away then at it uh, and you get all of it uh, sort of loose enough that you can kick it into the into the sea if you want. Yeah, I'll do that. What do what do I know what to do? Oh, you know, yeah, you're probably just shocked. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm still kind just of kinda... shocked. All right. And then there'd be another one over by me, right? Yes. Uh, and um, as you kicked it, uh, please take 19 damage. Uh, as it sort of roars up just one last time, uh, scorching your leg, Stormbringer. Cool. Uh, I was expecting you to call it rude. Fire's a dick, you guys. (laughs) You have no idea. What? Um, Other one. Other one. Right, okay. I'm like sort of straining, trying to 
I'm not trying to quell or like quench it. I'm just yeah. sort of trying to keep it from spreading at all. Yes. Is it on the railing? It is on the railing, yes. Okay, so I'll do the same attacking the railing thing. All right. Easy then. Um, when I see her having broken 17. it. Oh, yeah. And uh, damage, yeah. Uh, six again. No problem. Before she kicks it this time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, try to cast telekinesis. Okay. And oh, try to push it off with that. and rip it away with my mind. All right. Uh, that's gonna have yeah. That's not gonna be hard at all. It's very light railing. Uh, you just sort of shoot it out into the water. Yeah, um, I, I am yeah. throwing that thing sixty feet away, and if I can get any momentum on the end of that, maybe seventy. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, yeah. Uh, It's shot out into the darkness, and you still see the silvery flame as it dips below the water again. So the fire's all gone? So all the fire is gone? What the fuck is going on, you guys? I just look at Charity and don't say anything. Well, I look at Charity, and then I run down... Like, just run downstairs? Run downstairs to go get something to drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I come back up with, like, a big bottle. Okay. I'm just picturing you with, like, one of the, like, Warner Brothers Looney Tunes, like, moonshine jugs. Yeah. <laughs> you do have uh, three different kinds of Dwarven Ale. Kippen's Tall Stout, Blank Rock Sour, or Glory Gem Wheat. Which is the... The, the most, most alcohol, alcohol is the tall stout. All right. I just I'm also imagining she just the... poured all three of them together. <laughs> Maybe just there you go <laughs> into a just a giant jug. Yeah, and then as she's doing that, um, what are you doing? Am I like conscious? Yes. Charity, uh, you look fucked up. What's going on? Well, it should be easier to find the hellfire now that we know what it looks like. Where the fuck did that fire come from? And also, did you find out what's going on with the memories? Um, so Andy, actually, did I find out what's going on on the ship? Nope. (laughs) Okay. Nope. Yeah, Hakari unlocked, unlocked something deeper, much deeper within you, but didn't bring back those specific memories. I'm sort of... Cherry will shake his head. No. I don't... I don't know. And is it Stormbringer and Burbage are on deck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're going to see something that takes a second for you to process like what you're seeing um charity's face brightens for a second and it takes you a moment to realize that he's crying teardrops of silver flame um is your face okay i'm gonna reach out and kind of i don't know awkwardly pat you what's wrong i'm sorry I'm so sorry. 
so sorry for all of it. Okay, but you're not communicating. Um, fuck, man. I can't. Burbage. He's 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 having a crying. <laughs> having a crying. <laughs> um, has Andy just curious? Has Burbage yeah. ever seen that type of fire before? No, not at all. That was scary. Well, you mean the ones that was on the deck? Right, right, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that. But the thing but, that I'm the thing that I'm crying oh, looks yeah, like that, every that's time that's I summon flame. Yeah, that's charity stuff. Akari's now come back with a giant jug. <laughs> Just gulping. Actually, you know what? I didn't come back. I'm oh, in my okay. room. Okay. Akari's still in her room. Um, yeah, so the fire on the deck was like silver and black or something. So it looked, yeah. it looked very similar to like my flame with black sort of shot through it. Yes. Yeah. Almost as if it's uh, like the main part of the flame, like the lower part was black. But as it as the tail whipped up, it, it brings like a silver to it. So like whenever you see like a kind of a blue or a green like in flame, uh, it seemed like it had like those kind of highlights to it. Yeah, like mm. a black flame with silver highlights. And now Charity is crying tears of silver flame. Yeah, that's the normal yeah. comforting. Normal that's what I use to set people on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Burbage will uh, stand up. I've kind of envisioned him as being like on his knees this whole time. I don't think he ever stood up from when he was singing his Silver Dagger song. Um, he just knee crawled over to like slap at the flame with the uh, yeah unburnable board. Yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna get up and um, yeah, Burbage will come over and and he'll basically say what Stormbringer was saying, which is like, hey, Charity, what the fuck's going on? What are you sorry for? What happened? What did you remember? So many. So many. So many memories? Do you remember when I said to you, Burbage, that the weight of not knowing what the sin was was worse? Yeah. I might have been wrong. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Is. Burbage is looking back and forth between Stormbringer and Charity. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you remember... You remember what you did wrong. Yeah. I know who that is. I just... Uh, yeah. That's rough, man. Okay. Um, it's all right. It doesn't change who you are. Yeah, that was past you. Current you isn't that. Current you is current you. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, Burbage is nodding, nodding. Yeah, current you is current you. You're still our family, and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. What, what is going on with Hikari? She told us. She told us that she knew the Hellfire. 
because it had killed her. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Memory's kind of fucked up on the boat right now. Right, yeah, well, I do remember that. Well, the fire that killed her and the fire on the ship came from the same place. Um... Came from me. Hey. But it's okay, because she's alive, so you didn't even kill her. I feel like... I feel like the sheer prospect in this obviously incredibly sort of broken state that Charity's in of wargaming out the explanation to Stormbringer of how her death isn't a thing only vaguely applies to Hikari is just (laughs) enough to like take Charity out of consciousness. I'll I'll catch him before he hits the ground. Alright. Um, fuck. Fuck. Should we all stay together because there's still shit going on with memory and time, or should we just put Charity to bed? I can't be the adult, Burbridge. Can you be the adult? Our adult's unconscious. Uh, Burbridge is Burbridge has been uh, yeah, slack-jawed. <laughs> um, yeah, since Charity said what he said. And then he'll, uh, he'll close his mouth and he'll, he'll straighten up and he'll wait for <laughs> the DM to say what the fuck is happening. <laughs> no, you're good? Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, I mean, he would be like, uh, yeah, right. Chad is unconscious. He should be in a bed. Let's go put him in bed. But should we should we go down to Hikari? Should we all go down there? And we can put them both to bed? She's probably pretty drunk by now. Well, I'm not quite sure it's a good idea to put Charity near Hikari right now. Because uh, the last time you and I became conscious of our surroundings, we saw the two of them, and we were terrified of them, and a bunch of silver-black flame almost killed us. So why don't you take Charity to his room... And I'll okay. go talk to Kari. Um, okay, but scream really loudly if anything's wrong or if you lose time again. I'll scream if I see Eldon. <laughs> I'll scream if I lose time again. And I'll scream if anything else weird happens. Deal? Okay, yeah, deal. As you finish that sentence, uh, uh, a ship very close to yours uh, sort of emerges from the dark. Um, Wait, is it nighttime? You believe that oh. there are uh, or- bright orange sails to it. Yeah, Burbage screams. <laughs> ah! Yeah, I see it! I see it! Where's uh, the crew? They're mostly downstairs and stuff, it seems. Is it approaching us? Uh, it is coming alongside you, yeah. It is trying to keep pace uh, with your ship, which is larger, but uh, also quite fast. So no one's steering our boat? Like, they're just down. No, no, no. There's, yeah, there's the guy, uh, the, not the captain, but sort of the first mate that is steering okay. this. I'm going to shout at the top of my lungs, which is very loud. Hikari! Yeah. I'm so not. hopefully she comes. Hopefully she's not passed out downstairs. Yeah, because otherwise both of our healers are passed out. 
Is the captain on deck? Uh, not the captain, but the first mate. Yes. Where's the first mate? Uh, he's he's back by the uh, um, wheel. Burbage will run to the first mate while looking at the ship. Does he recognize this ship at all? Uh, only only because uh, people have been talking about it the last couple days. Um, do you but now that it's now that it's close, yeah, it doesn't look familiar. It doesn't at all. look familiar to you. No, I'm gonna go to the first mate and say, uh, "Hey, uh, what do you think we should do?" He's already turning the boat as quickly as he can away from it. Uh, all right, yeah, I good. Should, I think you should let me uh, steer the boat. All right, got it. Good luck with that, and I'll walk away. All right. So, Stormbringer, Burbage, uh, you're standing on the deck, not knowing if your other friends are conscious or unconscious or what's going on. Um, a few halflings are starting to come up from the from the cargo deck. Um, but you're seeing this boat with orange sails get closer and closer. It has no lights on at all. Um, and uh, well, even though he's steering to try to avoid it, uh, it is getting much closer. And as it gets to about 30 feet uh, or so off of, uh, off of your starboard side, um, you hear kind of a... And just ropes, uh, like spring from that ship, uh, as if the rigging itself were alive, um, wrapping around railings and sides of the boat, uh, even around the the mast, the fore, forwardmost mast. Um, and one of them tries to wrap around you, Burbage. Uh, give me a strength saving throw. That's a one. I so get to re-roll that. Again. Oh no! It rolled a three then. Wait, uh, what? Yeah, then it. Rolled I a only. Three. S- I see one. Sometimes it. Yeah, oh. I don't know why it only had one dice show up. Sometimes but... it doesn't roll all the dice on that halfling auto re-roll. Yeah. Can I? He's right next to me. Can I use an action or reaction to try to grab him? Yes, because this rope has wrapped around him and immediately starts pulling him off the ship. What would uh, so I roll? Stormbringer, yeah, give me a strength check. Strength check, not save? Yeah, because you're not really the target of it. I rolled a 17. A 17? Uh, that means that you are just able to hold on um, as uh, as it's pulling uh, Burbage off the ship. You can't quite hold on to Burbage, but you can hold on to the other end of a rope. Burbage, grab onto me and unwrap the rope. He's now sort of dangling under, like, over the water. Yeah, so so what's happening? A rope is wrapped around my yes, feet? And or... uh, it's wrapped around, like, your middle. Yeah, and Stormbridge okay. grabbed part of it, part of that rope. Um, and But you're being pulled toward the, the other ship. Do I have a free yeah. hand at all? You do have one free hand, yeah. Um, I'd like to cut this rope with uh, with my dagger. All right. Uh, you whip out Bright Fang. Uh, give me an attack roll. Whip out. <laughs> Say that every time. You nasty boy. Certain magical items just have to be whipped out. Jesus. 
26. That certainly hits. Uh, give me an attack roll. You mean damage? Uh, damage roll. 11 piercing, 9 cold. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are able to slice through this as, as just the ends of it sort of crystallize and get hard from the the ice damage. Um, you then sort of swing back toward the, the ship and Stormbringer is just barely able to hold on to you and she pulls you up back onto the ship. Um, I'm gonna, can I like immediately pull him and Charity away from the edge? Yes, yeah, you can start to drag them away from the edge. Uh, and you see this as the other boat uh, starts to come even more alongside you. It's latched on to your ship. Um, How many ropes are there? Uh, there's maybe 14, 15 ropes that have now um, seemingly on their own wrapped around part of your ship. And then Burbage and Stormbringer, um, as you're getting away from the edge, you see the front of this ship sort of lurch up out of the ocean, showing its massive great teeth. What the fuck? Um, it's terrifying. Long tongue starts whipping out in front of it, latching, latching and sticking onto the side <laughs> of your ship as well. And where it sticks, it starts to eat away at the hull of the ship as acid is is just being pumped uh, through that tongue. And it makes just a roaring sound over the waters. <laughs> Can I try to cut all the ropes? Do I have, how long would that take? You start running around trying to chop the ropes and it seems like every one you chop, two more seem no! to spring from it. God damn it. While she's doing that, I'm trying to wake up Charity. All right, you're shaking Charity. Yeah, I was gonna say, between the bellow getting dropped, yeah. picked back up, and now shaken awake, am I awake? Uh, I'd say so. I'd say that you're starting to wake up at this. And now you see this kind of giant maw of a ship, uh, like clamp down uh, in, in the water again. Uh, the whole ship itself kind of looks wobbly to a certain extent. Is, do I see anybody on the ship? Not at all. Nope. Well, that concludes tonight's episode of Goats and Dragons. If you enjoy this and are curious to see where the stream goes... Follow us on Twitch, where we are simply Helpful Goat, or subscribe on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. We are a small independent game design firm and could really use the support. If you'd like to know more about us, our streams, our company, or our upcoming projects, you can visit HelpfulGoat.com, follow us on Twitter at Helpful Goat, or check out our Facebook page at Helpful Goat. Thank you so much to the cast for playing. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, we immensely appreciate the support. Uh, and from all of us on Goats and Dragons... We wish you an excellent evening. Good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. Uh, good night. <laughs> this has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.